Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. It is. Tuesday, February 11th, 2020, and today's show is going to be a long lightning round, two stories apiece. Uh, we got the full crew. It's going to go Wes, myself, Mark, and then Pat. So, Wes, just get us going. Let's, get, let's jump right into it. Uh, all right. Guess what, Mark? They contain the coronavirus. You weren't on the show yesterday <laughs> where we promised to not talk about this fucking thing until we got Donnie, and we're all liars, and we're talking about it right away. Sorry. Well, I lied anyway. It just keeps getting worse, and yesterday, China had its deadliest day yet. Uh, 103 people died um, in one day. And you mean not at the hands of the government? What's that? You mean not at the hands of the government? No, at the hands of the virus. Okay, okay. The virus, right. It's the the highest reported day. Right, exactly. And I feel like it's just going to keep... Every day is not going to be the highest reported day as cases climb. I like to think of the virus having tentacles, not hands. Huh? Okay. What? Continue. Okay. I mean, it's uh, it's airborne, right? And it doesn't have a new name, too, right, Wes? It's got, like, a proper name you're supposed to refer to it by? I have no idea. Can you well, tell no, us? Well, no, I mean, we, Wes and I were talking about this. Coronavirus is, uh, like, a type of virus. Like, SARS it's was a type. Name. Well, Wuhan virus. Was, I thought it was the Wuhan coronavirus. Nah, nah, it's, like oh. a, it's a proper name. Hold on okay. one second. Oh, okay. All right, we'll keep going. Anyway, uh, so 103 people died in the diseases center, the, the Hubei province, and that brings the total deaths to over one or to 1,011 in China and 1,013 globally at the time of this recording. It's very likely, as I said, that these deadliest days will just keep happening once a week or whatever, uh, with over 42,000, I think 42,500,000 000 cases now worldwide. And uh, that cruise ship we have been following, the Diamond Death Trap of the Seas, is getting even scarier for passengers and crew on board, with cases now doubling to 165, with uh, 10 of those cases occurring in the crew, who all share the same mess hall and living areas. So it makes sense the crew is fucked, and then they are visiting passengers to give them water and food. So it's just like, I yeah, mean, I mean, they're just it's a death boat. They're trapped on the yeah. they're trapped on the flu death boat. Yes. Um, the new name of the virus is 2019 NCOV acute respiratory disease. Yeah, but it's 2020. Will uh, started in 2019. Oh, OK. Established in. Yep. Yeah. And um, so yesterday, passengers were given masks uh, that are capable of filtering, filtering out 95 percent yesterday. Yeah. Just yesterday. <laughs> they all Jesus. finally got masks. Oh, and it's only, only funny. But fuck. Yeah. They only give them. They only gave them masks up. that are capable of uh, filtering 95 percent of airborne particles, which is like, what the fuck? These can't they get the 100 percent masks? That'd be nice. Um, yeah, it this, is, this virus, you give it any percent. Right. It's getting in. It's getting in. It's getting in those lungs. It's uh, it's probably only a matter of days before these people start threatening violence to let themselves off. I mean, that's I what would... I was saying yesterday. Yeah. If if you're locked in there because it was they were quarantined until at least February 19th as of yesterday. If there weren't new cases, I think they reset the quarantine at 14 days from like the most recent new case. So now you're talking like February 20th, 21st. It keeps it's going to keep growing. 
they're, at some point they're going to get violent. They're going to yeah. want to get out. I mean, the, it's you get like cap, claustrophobia. You get fever, ca- yeah. cabin fever. Can't yeah. you just like stab yourself in the leg and like hopefully? Yes, like, people that have been injured for non-coronavirus have been taken off. They will take you that's off. That's the yes. move. Yeah, that's yeah. the right. move. Also, if you're a performer on that cruise ship, like you're probably running out of material. I no, mean, you're, you're. I mean, if you're a performer, you're dead because you're out in the public. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, the the guy yeah, who's shaking too many hands. The cruise yeah, director had a show that they were going to put on TV. He's going to die soon, so they have to, have to go to the next guy. Yeah, you don't want to be the event coordinator no. on that ship. You're already well. You're already in the hospital. Well, the cruise. The cruise director's yeah. show is called The Wake, Mark. Right. Which it's is... about to be The, the Sleep. <laughs> it's a right. ter- terrible name. Yeah. yeah. So 439 people, I don't know, I'm sorry if you guys covered this yesterday, have been tested, leaving 3,000 untested. And Japan said they don't have the resources to test all of them, which is bullshit. You know, they come out with, like, technology three years ahead of us. They think they could get, you know, 3,000 right. tests. We Japan. did cover this yesterday, Wes, yeah. but, the, but it's doubled since right. yesterday. It, the it amount doubled. Of people. It had to yeah. recover. Yeah. Japan's yeah. probably like, please stop sending them on shore. Right, and the, and the Hong Kong ship tested all eighteen hundred crew members after the after their the passengers left that ship. That so makes why, more sense. Why can't yeah. the why can't they fucking get the you know, people that have been on there longer or whatever? I mean, it's it's. Well, I don't, you should I don't, write I don't, them I don't a letter, Wes. I should. I'm gonna. I am gonna write him a letter, Pat. <laughs> As soon as this all goes away. Um, it also looks like preferential treatment is being given to younger patients as an 84-year-old woman on the ship with fever has been overlooked by medical staff. And her daughter said she tried to bring her food and water to the uh, port, but was... Uh, That's you when know. you know it's bad, when they yeah. just like are giving up on the old people. Yeah. Like, there's just because there's too many people it's to care about. considered terminal, probably, yeah, it, for, yeah. for a lot of the older people. Yeah. So that's the update for today. Great. Still shitty. Cool. Man, that's a, that's a bad update. All right, uh, let's uh, let's talk about New Hampshire, guys. New Please. Hampshire votes today, Tuesday, February 11th. Uh, and because of that, they're voting their primaries, both Republican and Democrat. So President Trump spoke there yesterday to secure his Republican nomination. Uh, and his speech uh, to lock up the primary consisted of an interesting uh, encouragement to his supporters, which was to uh, meddle with the Democratic primary. Uh, so he's saying they should vote in the Democratic primary, because it's an open state in New Hampshire, you can vote for either either one. Um, and uh, he was encouraging Republicans to vote for the weaker candidates. And I'm sure he's going to play <laughs> that off as a joke, but that's something that you typically don't do out in the open. People do it all the time in primary states, but you typically wouldn't do that out in the open unless you were worried about the election. I don't think up, that was so. a joke. Yeah. Now, he'll play it off as a joke, I'm saying, but it's a weird thing to say. I mean, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. You know what would be funny? That's yeah. what he's saying. I'm kind of confused. I thought I thought in a primary you had to be a registered member of the party. No, 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 no. And it depends on the state. And in Texas, like where you guys are, you don't have to be a member of that party. You just can only vote in one primary per year. Okay. Yeah. In most states that have open primaries, that's the way it is. Right. Caucusing, and- Pat, on the other hand, you do have to be a registered yeah. member of the party. This is huge news for Tom Steyer. Huge news. It is. Why is that? Because he's going to get all those medal votes. He's polling low. It's going to be like. Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think. I don't think anybody's actually going to do it. They're probably just going to go and uh, support Look, Trump. Their a guy. Lot of, a lot of Trump supporters will do whatever he says. And Trump has plenty of votes to give away in these states. He's not going to lose any of them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. It, it's it's fine for him to do this. It's just like typically. I mean, Trump is an atypical politician, though. So typically, yeah. you wouldn't have politicians being so open about, hey, go fuck with this, unless they were actually scared. But maybe for him, it's different. I don't know. He just um, likes. He just likes to be competitive. Even in, a, in a, pretty much any scenario, he wants to he wants to rile things up. Yeah, he's a new he's a new breed. That's for sure. Other Trump speech highlights besides all the winning that he highlighted, of course, was he uh, made fun of Nancy Pelosi for mumbling the whole time behind him at the State of the Union address to raucous laughs from the crowd, of course. 
<laughs> mumbling or muttering or both M- oh muttering <laughs> muttering so was it mumbling? Yeah. yeah yeah he was like he was like she I, she was just making noises back there and yeah. uh, annoying me basically <laughs> uh yeah so the crowd loved that uh and then he said uh the, the democratic uh, that's a shitty impression. do it do he it said, well he said he said uh the democratic party wants to run your health care but they can't even run a caucus in iowa yeah. so still uh, hammering those folks in iowa huh he plays yeah. the hits yeah got him Got him. And then uh, finally, Trump told a uh, tale of a tender woman who invited a snake into her home, uh, into her home, only to be bitten and then die. But as she's dying, the snake says, shut up, you silly woman. Uh, You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. And the snake in this case is immigration. And the supple, buxom woman is the USA. That's a fun. That, that's a wow. fun Aesop's fable. He picked yeah. that up at the prayer breakfast, I bet. Yeah. I, oh, I think so. Pat. Yeah, that was that's probably where that one was flying around. So that was uh, that was Trump's day in New Hampshire. Pretty funny. Uh, pretty funny all around. Uh, and then when it comes to the Democratic side of things, that's the side that everybody's really paying attention to today because uh, we want to find out who New Hampshire elects. For their uh, nominee, Buttigieg is surging in the polls, and uh, he's uh, battling with Biden uh, for the centrist vote in New Hampshire. But it doesn't matter if Mayor Pete is surging in the polls because Bernie's going to fucking kick his ass in New Hampshire. And I am hammering Bernie in New Hampshire, Nevada, California, Colorado, Maine, Texas, and Virginia before he smashes the election in New Hampshire tonight because a lot some of those are close to double ups. And I think that. Once he gets the momentum from New Hampshire and he probably is going to win in Nevada, too. He's the only person that's knocked on my door as a native of Nevadan. Uh, so I think he's about to pick up a lot of steam uh, with these next two. Who knocked on your door? Up. Bernie. Uh, Personally? Bernie's campaign. No, no, oh, okay. he was he was lost. Bernie, Bernie was lost. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, can you get me back to the highway? I got some water. Yeah, so Do you I, have I any mean, contact I, solution? I just think I'm going to put out a new uh, election gambling blog on Wednesday, and I think we got to kind of rush to get these Bernie bets in because I think he's about to pick up some steam. You're right, and even for the whole primary, it's a double up now, but he's going to go up if he does as well as he's going to do tomorrow or today. Right. He's going to go up. Like I put, I put money on all those, and if I go above five hundred on all those states, I put them down today. If I go above five hundred on that, essentially he's he will have locked up the nomination. I get two G's if he wins tomorrow. Oh man, have you guys seen the the Biden uh, ad against Buttigieg? Have you guys seen? No, I haven't seen it. Uh-uh. He, what he, happened? He makes fun of how little Buttigieg handles like money, and he says, uh, "You know, I I handled eighty billion dollars. This is what I did." And then he says, Mayor, "Mayor Pete uh, installed decorative lighting around the lake. Mayor Pete <laughs> installed decorative uh, sidewalks in, in in his town. He uses the word decorative twice, so he's kind of oh, yeah. It's 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 fucked. We all know what he meant. We all yeah. know what he meant. By that. What he it's meant. fucked up, man. Wasting funds. That, that's fucked up to say he installed decorative shit. You know what he's saying. You know what he's saying. Well, you know what he's saying. Oh. He because he's saying he's just an interior decorator yeah, of the yeah, town. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's no, the joke. Like, could you imagine yeah. how pretty the White House would look if exactly. he's saying, guys trying to say? Him and Chastin are decorating they're the waste, town. They're wasting funds. His male yeah. partner, yeah. Chastin. Ah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Come on, you guys! You guys are being, you guys are the homophobic ones. Oh, okay, Joe didn't yeah, say yeah. It. yeah, something's yeah, something's wrong on this side of the podcast. Right. Uh, Pat and I have exchanged flowers this week, so, so and we're gonna again <laughs> tomorrow. I don't really want to. All right, well, that's yeah. it, in New Hampshire. I think you know Pat's gonna talk more about predict it later, but oh, hell yeah. I, I think yeah. I think we're, go- we're going good with Bernie. All right, guys. Um, as we mentioned on yesterday's show, the Oscars stunk and they stunk bad. Uh, they received the lowest ratings in the show's history by over 2 million viewers. Ooh. Ouch. And that second tour show was all the way back 
Oh, it was in 2018, two years ago, because they've been stinking for a little while now. Uh, a few notes before I go back in on the Oscars. One, I'm a huge movie fan. I have a deep love of movies, always have and always will. I've watched probably three million movies. No exaggeration. I think it's a bit of an exaggeration. (laughs) (laughs) Not possible. I did the math. Where'd you find the time? Yeah, exactly. Don't fuck with me or Hard Factor Paddle Movie Trivia. You don't want to run against us. You don't want this noise. Um, Yeah, this isn't an I hate movies thing. It's an I hate the Oscars. Uh, Secondly, back on... uh, uh, Wait, what? Secondly, hang on. That's a mistake. The lights... Camera Barstool Podcast. If you if you haven't been listening to that, you need to go join join that because they are awesome. They're hilarious. Uh, they give very insightful movie reviews. They give really good uh, information. They kind of called the parasite win, right? Or they yes, knew they that did. It was yes, the they did. Movie. They called it the best movie of 2019. They have a t shirt. They're they're very good. They're they're very knowledgeable. They give off awesome recommendations. If you're even moderately into movies, check them out. They're like the number one movie podcast Somehow, in, the, in the world. They have better bodies than us. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, because well, that's I watched three million movies uh, tied right. for them they've watched they've that's watched, what i'm saying they yeah. should have worse bodies <laughs> no definitely aggregate were the least in shape of, of all podcasts <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> I, would, I would say so yeah for sure no it's not it's not like even up for debate it's right we're we're last we're gonna hey we're gonna get it together in 2021 two right <laughs> <laughs> lastly third thing i'm gonna say positive parasite one best picture is a foreign film very cool why haven't i fucking seen that movie yet uh i'm i'm so mad at myself i'm an idiot I tried last night, but it's really hard to watch a foreign film if you've been drinking or smoking. Yeah, mm. that's part of the problem. I, I actually really love foreign films, and I, I, I enjoy subtitle films, but then I have to like stop. They got to dub it stop drinking, and usually I watch movies on the weekend. Uh, never mind. Now back on to the Oscars. Uh, it's time <laughs> to fucking end the Oscars. They need to go away. There are too many award shows, specifically movie award shows, during like war- award season. There's the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards, the Gotham Awards, the Independent Spirit Awards, or whatever. Sandler just won Best actor for an uncut gems recently and then you got the oscars and probably a dozen others i didn't mention now i know the oscars are the most prestigious but they are also the worst and have been for like five to seven years why do you say that well because pat i used to love to watch the oscars it was one of my favorite things of the year i would get hyped for it for weeks i would watch it start to finish and it sucked donkey dick the past five to seven years it's brutally bad they don't have any hosts. i mean i i stopped yeah. watching yeah. a long time ago it, they don't have any fucking hosts anymore they can't they can't even pay to get a comedian to host the fucking oscars they could pay it's, it's so pretentious no no one wants to do it because it's the worst award show in the history of award shows currently uh i hate it i think it needs to stop <laughs> but mark what would what would all the actors and actresses do if they weren't allowed to get on stage and tell a political platform once a year every year and that's the problem what the would golden, happen the golden globes has the, the usa would implode mark we wouldn't I, know what to do without I, the brightest you have to use your voice for telling the voiceless us how will. to think now the, they are going to be the voiceless pat because they're losing <laughs> two million viewers a year they're running their fucking oscars into the ground last night watching the oscars it was so boring i couldn't wait to start working on the podcast but get, now you know you shouldn't drink milk yeah Exactly. Well, he's, I, but he's right. He's no, right. No, he's not. <laughs> don't get me. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's 100 percent right. The Joaquin podcast, was right. Not on the what on the milk part. Yes, on the milk part. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Cows. The pod, the podcast is fun to work on, but it's work. And I couldn't wait to get to work reading, writing and researching and getting away from the fucking television. That was the Oscars. It was brutal. Uh, Ricky Gervais in one of the best monologues you'll see this year at the Golden Globes skewered how the award show were, were ridiculous and boring and monotonous and how all the award winners were way too political and judgmental. Guess what? He wasn't at the Oscars and it was open season on the preaching and the lecturing and trying to 
solve the world's problems one minute at a time from good-looking multimillionaires in fancy suits and dresses that were holding golden statues and holding back tears. Fuck! You reached the pinnacle of your career, you won an Oscar, you dipshit. How about enjoying the moment and thank the people that helped you get there, including your family and everyone in the movie business you know, and perpetuating the industry you love instead of giving a beauty pageant show answer, you fucking pricks. Who are you talking about? All of them. The only person that's been giving good speeches this award season is the Parasite director, who's been preaching about movies and how he wants more foreign films to be recognized. You don't even know what Everyone he's saying. Else, I, I, and drinking beers. Up. And drinking beers. You can't come from a high horse, Pat, and then make fun of someone for speaking in a different language. He had, uh, he had, <laughs> he had a translator. Yeah, it's Everyone else is like She's talking about politics and, and the climate change and the fucking milk. And Shut Bond wants up. to drink beers. Um, you're not the right people to be talking about it. I get that you have the world stage, but like I mentioned earlier, you're losing it 2 million people at a fucking clip a year because you all fucking suck. Taking it to the internet, Ricky mm. Gervais said, I have nothing against the most famous people in the world using their pri privileged global platform to tell the world what they believe. I even agree with most of it. As a lot of us do, Pat. Thank you. I just tried to warn them that when they lecture everyday hardworking people, it has the opposite effect. And here's the thing. He's right. Oscars, you're on notice. And if I were you, I'd pay Ricky Gervais or Dave Chappelle, whatever the fuck it takes well, to get them to host next year. That's true. Mark, you are right, but they're not on notice because they've been declining in the ratings for years and they just don't care. Yeah, well, well all, all ratings have been declining, but this is bad. This is not good. The Oscars are trash. <laughs> eh, let's talk about making some cash with our partner, Predict It, guys. All right. The website mm. where you can gamble on the news and politics. If you want to sign up and get a free 20 bucks uh, with your first $20 deposit, go to our specific URL. It is predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Mm. So I made like 80 bucks yesterday on the Bloomberg nice. tweet market. I want to tell you guys about it. You got to keep an eye on these tweet markets. So th these are the markets that uh, that are how frequently someone will tweet during the period of a week or a day. The 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 lengths vary. But at like 2 p.m. yesterday, I checked the how many times will Bloomberg tweet this week market. And there was like one day left on it. And then I went to PyCount.com. And PyCount, by the way, guys, is an awesome data aggregator that essentially will tell you specifically to the tweet markets that are live how often what they're pacing for like you know for example trump's tweet markets are open every week it'll tell you how many tweets trump is pacing for that week where they're at currently that day yep and the, where they're they... up they're up to date within like 10 seconds so you, if you need to know how many tweets someone's done go to pie count it's awesome so anyway nice. I, I checked this thing yesterday pie count uh and uh bloomberg was pacing for like 111 tweets and that band of the market was like 20 cents so i bought in and like three hours later that band of the market was at 80 cents so i made like 60 cents per share on this bloomberg tweet market it was fish in a barrel and the thing about pie count guys is it's, it's data projection right so so the shorter period it's projecting like the closer a market gets to closing the more accurate the pie count data is like when pie count when a tweet market opens there's seven days left Andrew Yang might be projected to tweet 9,000 times, but the day before the market closes, PyCount's going to give you a pretty accurate projection. Uh, it just takes the averages of all the days, and then at the end of the day, they have a more accurate average, I think it's a right? little bit, yeah, it's pretty much that, yeah. more, more or less. Uh, another interesting market, guys, is will Mayor Pete win at least one primary? Yes, it's currently at about 63 cents. I would get in yeah. there, right? Uh. I don't know. You don't know? Well, what's I, I liked it. I liked it when it was at 50 cents and it went up like I mean, if Iowa counts as a primary, sure. I feel like... Uh, well, I don't think it does well. I feel well. like we should know if Indiana does a primary or not, does it? They, they do, I'm sure. Uh, well, or a caucus. Oh, wait, hold on. That's no, what I'm saying. Know. 
I don't know. It, it could be a caucus. That's his own state. Well, right? I, 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 I guess the, I said, the market is a primary, not yeah. a caucus. Yeah. I would say he should win Indiana. I guess right? I could see how that could be dangerous now. Well, look, Let's if he doesn't see. win New Hampshire, if Bernie takes New Hampshire, then... He's not winning New Hampshire. Yeah. He yeah. probably would win Indiana, but I don't know if it's a primary caucus. I have him hard. I have a lot of them. Are, not a lot, but I got in on him on a, uh, to come in second in New Hampshire, and that market's gone. But on the real up. tip, guys, nice pick. use your brain a little bit. You can make some money. That link one more time is predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20, and we'll match your first $20 deposit. Deposit if you go, if you sign up using that URL. Nice. nice. All right, guys, we have an update on a story we covered a long time ago. Remember that doctor and his girlfriend who were picking up women at bars? They were like really good looking, drugging, and then and then raping them allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sexiest yeah. couple yeah. alive. And yeah. then they would record it on their cell phone for you know later use. The tune of over one thousand photos and videos, uh, and half a dozen women came forward accusing yeah. them. And Indiana they... is a primary, by the way. There you go. Oh, there you go. And weren't they accused so... of like a hundred? cases yeah there was a lot of them six women came forward but a thousand photos they saw a bunch of different women well the one-time participant of the reality show online dating rituals of the american male and orthopedic surgeon grant robishaw and his girlfriend accomplice Alyssa riley have maintained their innocence this entire time um, saying that they were just swingers. And as the trial lingered on, it seemed like uh, it was a slam dunk case. But then a bombshell happened, happened last week when the lead prosecutor said they would drop all charges against the rapey lovers under the grounds that the previous district attorney, Tony uh, Rakakas, uh, used the case for political gains in an upcoming election and that there is insufficient evidence. I don't know, maybe they needed 2,000 photos. Oh, whoa. I thought, I thought you were going to say it was the too good looking to rape clause. Uh, no, yeah, I thought there was hard evidence. There is. Well, the 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 pro- new prosecutor is saying that the in all the thousand photos, there's not one example of an unconscious woman being like raped. And this is the prosecutor so, saying this, not the not yeah, the their prosecutor is saying this. Yes, okay. the new prosecutor. It's just them posing with unconscious women. I I don't. Yeah. No one's really seen. The, That's the, also very fucking weird, though. That's yeah, very weird. That's got to be a crime. Yeah. Unless well, it's consensual, Will. And, you know. But if they're unconscious, how could it be consensual? No, they yeah. could have said beforehand. They could have wrote. Right, yeah. If knock I pass me out, out and take pictures of my naked body. Yeah. If please. I pass out, <laughs> s- strip off my clothes. Hey, man. Yeah. 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 Different strokes. Right? I mean, the case broke because one woman woke up out of her, you know, drug, uh, you know, induced coma and started screaming for help inside this fucking apartment or hotel room, wherever she was. That's how this all came to light. And that's when all the others, you know, half a dozen women came forward. So seemed like a pretty slam dunk case. Yeah, um, at the time. Yeah. yeah, we wrote them off for like life in prison. Yeah, like exactly. Sure. Um, so like I said, so um, let me see. So even though they were six soft women- cornered, this is this might have to be a soft corner. Retreat. We might have to do some digging here. Right. They, so- I thought they were still in the corner. Well, apparently they're trying to get out. No, they, they, uh, yeah, they've they been might, rejoicing. They might- They've been rejoicing last week on TV that I can't believe it's finally over. I can't believe this happened to us. We're finally going to get, you know, what? prove our innocence. Um, and but the judge has not allowed for this dismissal to take place because the judge thinks that they're fucking rapists. Yeah, he's like, wait a second. Yeah. So he's like allowing more time for more evidence to come forward, uh, you know, to give the other women's prosecuting attorneys, you know, discovery is what what he's calling it. I'm not really sure if that's the photos or whatever it is. Um, but the the pro. Uh, prior district attorney is saying that he didn't use this case for political gain. I don't know why that the fuck that, that should fucking matter anyway. It sounds like they paid the prosecutor as as a Maybe. avid viewer of movies, three million movies. Yeah, we know. We um, every DA and TV show, every DA uses right. a cases for political gain. But who the fuck? What? Who the fuck cares if it? Yeah, if that, they, I mean that's their job. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they if they it's just, it's whether they're guilty or not. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's the that's the part you're supposed to pay attention to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, the judge is not going to give his final ruling on whether to dismiss the case until April 3rd. So we'll keep you up 
updated on that. Um, but right now, it looks like they might get off because you know the, wow. the the prosecutor's saying he wants to drop all charges. I think the you know not great news for bars, yeah, not time. no, not at all. So oh, man, yeah, you're about to get preyed on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty fucked up. I mean, allegedly, right? Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. yes, allegedly, very allegedly, at totally this point. allegedly. Let's move on to more allegedly. positive right, story. Let's, yeah, let's more take positive. It over. Let's take it over to the to the Eastern Hemisphere. Uh, this one I'm going to call in Russia. Blog kills you. Uh, okay. so nice. this, this Slightly guy, better. Was that slightly good, better? Good accent. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Imran Aliyev, Aliyev, I don't know. He's 44 and a popular anti-Putin and anti-Chechnyan president, Ramazan Kadrov blogger. Um, he's been found dead with his chest stabbed multiple times and his throat slit. So, uh, you, you know, you, you could kind of think about that one. I mean, you, you heard the description of who he is and then what happened to him. So rival uh, blogger. That's a tough. Yeah, that's a tough. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough beat is what it is. The anti anti Putin beat. beat. You don't anti- you don't want to get assigned that beat. Really? Well, he, he was Chechen assigned it by birth. He, he was. was Chechen- well, he was late. Will he was late the day that, the, that they were picking who was going to cover what? Well, he's Chechnyan. Uh, and uh <laughs> It's yeah. like out of all of his friends, they're all like equally enraged, and they're like, "Someone should blog about it." And he's like, "Am I gonna? No, is anyone? anyone yeah, someone, do it? someone really should do that." Yeah. Well, uh. This is all over the news, so it's, the, Big J's picked this one up because what happened was, uh, Elive was in France when he was killed. Uh, him and his Chechnyan buddy, who showed up the night before they left, were traveling there for business uh, from Belgium, where Elive lives under police protection. So he is an expat. Of Chechnya, and he writes and blogs his anti-Putin and anti-Chechnyan president stuff from Belgium. Uh, but this Chechnyan guy shows up the night before. They go to business uh, to France on business, and uh, he shows up the next day, stabbed, throat slit. Obviously, now that he's been discovered dead in France, French police are looking for this mystery Chechnyan and think it could be politically motivated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the throat slit is a pretty good indication. Yeah. They left the knife next to the body, too, by the way. Um, Yeah. This is making Trump so jealous that he can do this. (laughs) Oh, I see. I don't I hope not. The the mystery Chechnya man is nowhere to be found. And I'm sure the French cops will crack the case. But, Pat, as you said, I hope American politicians do not get into the killing blogger business. They can't. Will they just want to. They can't. That would suck. That would be bad for us. That'd be bad for for everybody. Yeah. I like to tell jokes, but I don't have. um, an investigative journalist bone in my body when it comes to safety. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to tell jokes until it gets dangerous. Yeah. All right, guys, let's take it down a notch. Um, hey, guys, one of every guy's greatest fears is waking up on Valentine's Day and realizing you completely forgot. And because of that, you didn't buy your Valentine anything. Do not blow it this year. Valentine's Day is just a few days away, but you still have time if you move now. Uh, if you still haven't ordered roses, you need to act fast with the official florist, the Valentines, 1-800-Flowers.com. Pat's holding up a rose right now because he acted fast. He's handing it to me. Give it back. Right now, you can get the 24-stem colorful rose medley for only $29.99. That's right, the 24-stem colorful rose medley. It's a fucking medley for only $29.99. <laughs> or if you want to be kissed all night, upgrade to 24 red roses for only $10 more, right? Yeah. I think you go if you're yeah, if you're going for like the the 
the the big night. You got got to go for the Reds. Yeah, it's a worthwhile investment. Wake up with sore lips and neck bruises. Is that a medley? Yeah, mm-hmm. is that a fucking medley? <laughs> oh Every time I God. order a bouquet from One Hundred Flowers, I am instantly forgiven. It's like being a Catholic. They show up fresh, beautiful, and impress every single time. They are like kryptonite to the powers of an angry lover, and they are so easy to order. It's a no-brainer. Like confession for your relationship. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So get your bad stuff in now this week. You got it, Will. <laughs> Roses from White Hunter Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness. The 24 stem colorful rose medley for only $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. It's one of the best Valentine's Day offers you'll ever find, but it expires today. So, like, we've been talking about this for over a week. It oh, expires shit. today. So, get oh, it while shit. supplies last. Uh, to order the 24 stem color for rose medley for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for only $10 more, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter code HARDFACTOR. Order today and save at 1-800-Flowers.com, code HARDFACTOR. It expires today. You got okay. to do it. Yeah, so this, I got to do it. I've been saying I was going to do it, but I haven't yet. I need yeah. to do it. We all got to do it, guys. Uh, there's something serious I want to talk to you guys about. Um, there's something that over the course of the last almost 400 episodes of Hard Factory we've kept from you guys at the Hardo Hive, uh, and it's not something we like to talk about because of the potential legal ramifications, and honestly, it's just a hot, sticky mess. Um, but there's some impending legislation in our home state of Virginia, and I think it's time we finally got this secret off our collective chests. Uh, see, the thing is, myself, Mark, Wes, Will, and to a lesser extent, PFT Commenter, <laughs> are all habitual criminals. That's right. Um, we began a series of crimes while living in Virginia that began approximately 1998 for some of us and continued until 2008 when we moved to Texas. Suffice to say, our behavior during that period uh, was not in line with our state's namesake. Um, Shameful. That's why we moved, really. Yes, yeah, since, since the beginning yeah. of our state, of Virginia, the act of fornication, also known as boning before marriage, has been considered a class four misdemeanor punishable by a fine of up, up to $250 per occurrence. And I hope it makes a little bit more sense now why we've kept our crimes from you guys, because if the state were to find out, I could owe as much as $750, (laughs) which we all know that I don't have. Yeah, Um, Yeah, here's my allowance. But what what does oral sex count as? That's 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 bad. I didn't have much actual sex before. That's prison time. Virginia was not a big fan of sodomy. I moved away at 18, so I didn't have a ton of actual sex in Virginia. You came came back. Charlottesville counted. Well, I was true. But you were still... Still, you, you were a bad boy, Will. Uh, but thank God, guys, because a new bill to re- repeal the crime of fornication uh, has finally to finally exonerate us has passed the Virginia House of Delegates last week. Uh, and one very horny delegate named Mark Levine, who introduced the bill, said that the law funnels Virginia's confusion and distrust in the law. If unmarried sex is illegal, then what else is? Um, and another horn dog delegate, Mark Sickles, attempted to strike fornication from the code of Virginia uh, in 2014, but it died in committee, most well, likely because some no premarital I mean, Pat, sex getting haters were jealous of Sickles. Pat, if any, if any administration was going to bring about the getting rid of the sex laws, it was the, the, the blackface sexual assault administration. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's um, in Virginia right now. They're going to they're going to get rid of a lot of these uh, ticky tacky rules. My I move back in the day was I would whisper in the ear. Do you want to commit a crime? <laughs> you want uh-huh. to get a $250 yeah. fine? Yep. I saved up 250 
Mark always called his girlfriend for my Bonnie. best buy cashier job. He was Claude. Yeah. Uh, Let's get a fine. Yeah, yeah guys, it, it passed the House. It hopefully it passes the Senate and will finally be exonerated. I, I know I'm taking a big gamble speaking about this now before it's completely passed. But, uh, you know, I think I thought you guys should know. Let's take it to the Internet real quick. Yeah, we were bad boys. We were bad boys. <laughs> we were bad, bad boys. Uh, Dixie Lewis Robinson says, since where? Here, let me do it in my Virginia. Since where did man get the authority to remake what God has already said? Last time I read the scripture, it said fornication is a sin. Uh, the answer to that, Dixie, is uh, since the formation of America. Uh, Flora Jane Stewart says, how is that your Virginia? You're from Virginia. You don't sound like that. Well, but I'm from Northern Virginia, the good part, the part that West Virginia wants to take. Uh, that Southern accent is pretty much all the South. Yeah. yeah all the, anything, yeah. anything below yeah. uh, like Fairfax County, Virginia mm-hmm. gets that accent. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Uh, also, Flora Jane Seward, Internet commenter and correspondent, says, who is going to monitor every household to see if this law is being obeyed? And that's a great question, Flora, and I'd like to offer up our services. If the law is not repealed, we would like to pay our penance uh, by being monitors uh, of, of those halls, if you will. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Hey, remember, no, we have... Not, not me. I'm no, not signing up for that. No, you're in, Will. Uh, no. It's a partner deal. It's a buddy system, and I already... So anyway, uh, we have a voicemail. It's 512-270-1480. There's a bunch of good voicemails in there now. We'll read them tomorrow on What the Fuck Wednesday. Nice. But by the way, What the Fuck Wednesday, uh, I guess that's today's show. Uh, you know, it's tomorrow's no, show. It's tomorrow's show. show. Wednesday show. Uh, you want to submit any user-submitted headlines. It's your show. You dictate what's in the show. So DM us uh, on Instagram or Twitter to a lesser extent Facebook. You got to get in there early. People have been submitting, you know, starting Sunday, yeah. Monday. So we, we get, get in too many submissions. Anything yeah. after, like, 3 which, p.m. on, which on please, please Tuesday is not going to work at 3 p.m. today. You got to yeah. have it. You send a coronavirus that. article, you know, tomorrow today at, you know, 6 p.m. You're not getting in. Yeah, right. no, no, you're out. Doors yeah, are closed. Get in early. Anyway, guys, submit your stories. If you can spread the word about hard factors, really important uh, and have a great fucking day. Cool. See you later. Oh, shit. Yeah. Get your tablets ready. It's about to go down. Everybody in the place in the fucking deck. But stay on your motherfucking toes. We running this. Let's go. I'm on a boat.